Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the internet. Go check them out, HashtagBasketball.com. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Oh, Michael, let's just skip the pleasantries today. We're talking about the Knicks. I'm a little depressed about it. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm confused about it. Um, I guess I'll start off with this question. Does Fisdale do any kind of set slash reasonable rotation this season? Well, I think you know the answer to that question, Tyler, and the answer is no. Um, We've been really dreading this one. Like we 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 tried to save this for last because we assumed that something would be figured out with this weird rotation. Something would happen, or another trade would happen, or another player would show up. Blah blah blah. Uh, nothing has happened, and now we're stuck with trying to figure out this terrible rotation for the New York Knicks. And we got one a terrible coach who's going to just shit all over this rotation and make everybody not valuable. I feel like the players they should play are one center, six power forwards, five power forwards, and three point guards. Doesn't really work that. out very. I would watch. I would, I would watch to see what happened. Um. So yeah, it's a really weird roster that's kind of crazy and doesn't make a lot of sense, and I'm very confused by it. Um. If you thought so, I was going to come with uh, some answers, uh, I don't. I don't have any. Okay, so let's start. Let's start with a player. I feel good about them playing thirty minutes a game. This may be the only guy I feel like is a lock for basically thirty minutes every game, and that is Julius Randle. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Julius Randle kind of had a mini little breakout as a 24-year-old playing for the Pelicans last year, scored 21 points a game, got 8.7 rebounds, 3.1 assists. You know, he can do a little playmaking. Steals and block numbers aren't great. You know, it's 0.7 and 0.6. He shot almost a three a game last year at 34%, which isn't terrible, terrible. He shot 52% from the field, 73 from the free throw line. Like, he was good, right? Um, I feel good. They paid him. I feel good about him being probably in that, Maybe just barely in that top fifty, you know. Maybe just outside that top fifty by the end of the season. Like, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to score. I think he's going to be pretty good. I I certainly don't um, disagree. I think uh, Julius Randle is one of the few guys on this team that can be a reliable and very good uh, fantasy basketball player. He does all the really fun stats that everybody loves. So I think that. Might be getting to his value, uh, but like, I don't know who, who else on this team is going to do stuff. So like, he might even be a little bit better on this uh, on the New York Knicks, I guess. Uh, as you can tell, like, I just, he's going sixty third overall in drafts, which I feel like is a, a fairly good value. Yeah, I feel like that's about about where he, you know maybe even a little bit below where he should be going. Like he might be just a hair bit above that. And so I'm fine with that. The rest of this roster is very confusing. Like, you know, Mitchell Robinson is the first player going off the board in drafts. I, I don't know why. I mean, I guess he really good blocks played 20 minutes a game, fouled 3.3 times a game last year. Um, you know, my, 
my disdain for for that stat. Um, here's the way I'm looking at it. Right, he's ranked what 21st on Yahoo now. Um, that's insane to me because you can't play 30 minutes a game and keep blocking shots at that rate. Not with that many fouls, you're going to foul out of every game. Um, so he's going to, you know, something's going to have to give there. He did shoot a great, you know, field goal percentage on four attempts last year. It'll be very interesting for me to see. I think this is what probably happens, right? He probably plays close to 30 and he still blocks like two and a half shots a game. I don't see that number going up a ton. Um, the rebounding rate is fairly good. So there should be some rebounds, right? Uh, he has 11.2 per 36. So you're talking probably pretty close to double digit rebounds, if not a little bit over. Um, the steals will be interesting. He, in 30 minutes, maybe pushes that over to one, and then he's giving you one and 2.4, which is um, I don't think he's a big-time scorer, though. He averaged 12.8 points per 36 last year. Um, so in 30 minutes a game, he's probably a bit over 10, like maybe 11. So, yeah, I don't really get him being a top-20 player. I just don't don't really see it. Um, the hype is, the hype is uh, very, very large, and here's here's the thing. Everybody's... He's a top player. That's what's crazy to me. Like I don't get it. I don't care why everyone wants him so bad. I feel like he can be – well, I think he's definitely going to be by the um, by the ranking systems that are normally used. Um, by the way, his ADP is 27 on Yahoo. Uh, that's very high. Um, the the ranking systems that are normally used that are like usually Z-scores and the, the rarity of, of stats matters – you look at what he did per game last season in 20 minutes. It was 46 overall down the stretch, the last 27 games of the season. He played 25 minutes. He was ranked 15th overall per game, but that's because he was blocking three shots a game and getting a steal a game and getting nine rebounds. That's awesome. That's really, really good for those stats. Less than an assist a game, no threes, less than double digit points a game. So like, like you said, if the points go up a little bit, great. That's really awesome. If he wants to stay on the floor longer, the blocks probably have to come down. Okay, cool. But that's still like you know elite blocks. He's still gonna be like a two point five plus block guy. Um, I, I really I like getting that. I really like getting that stat in the second round. No, in the third round. No, I want the best players available during those aren't ones that are ranked similar to Mr. Robinson, they're ones who get stats across the board. Um, Rudy, if you're taking Mitchell Robinson ahead of Rudy Gobert, I don't know what you're doing. I, I, I don't, I would take Miles Turner over Mitchell Robinson because he's going to do more than just get you blocks. The guy who takes AD or Rudy Gobert is doing almost as good as you in blocks. And he's got also like 25 points on, on the board. And, uh, more rebounds on the board as well. The more rebounds that Mitchell Robinson will will probably get this season and probably a three even. So he's a specialist. And in a head-to-head league, I understand why you might want to target him in the top 50. Uh, And if you took him in the top 50 in the head-to-head league, I get it. But in a roto league or – yeah, in a roto league, no, thank you. I I think that's two – like 50 is when I'd start considering him, 40-50 range. When does he start heading towards that plateau because he's a specialist and he can get you something? But, man, I the hype is too high on here. You're getting him at his ceiling, and you don't want to draft players at, his ceiling, at their ceiling. And I'll say this, too. Um, if you pick a guy scoring 11 points a game, which is about what I'm projecting, 
in the second or third round, you are very far behind the eight ball. We've talked about this with Draymond Green for the last three or four years. You are very far behind the eight ball. And so you are basically maybe giving up on that category. And then you're talking relatively no assists too. So um, you're very far behind in, in you know, three categories because you know three is either. So, and free throws Maybe are, if you want to get, get weird with it and punt points, all right, good luck. Yeah. But like, even if you're punting points, um, Draymond, I, I think I'd rather have Draymond in, in this particular situation. And like punting means ignoring. So it's like, all right, we're going to ignore points this year. So that means I can't draft uh, Steph Curry or I can't draft uh, Anthony Davis. And it's like, no, you could, you could definitely draft those guys, like 100% draft those guys, even though they're scoring. It's just that you're going to have to continue to just – you know, go after really, really good guys. Maybe you got Jokic in the first round. All right, cool. Then you go maybe Rudy Gobert and Mitchell Robinson, and then you end up getting Draymond late. Like that's that's an interesting build. But you you get Brooke Lopez even later, and Al Horford even later. Like, all right, I'm kind of like interested in seeing if you could do it. But that's like uh, you know you're threading a needle right there. That's really hard to do. Here's the other worry about him playing, you know, 30 minutes a game is they signed Taj Gibson and they signed Marcus Morris and they signed Julius Randle and they signed Bobby, Bobby Porter. Morris, yeah. like, these guys are all big men and I'm assuming they all are expecting to play minutes and there's only, you know, 48 times two minutes in the front court. Now maybe Marcus Morris is going to play some three, but even still there's a glut of big men like, Julius Randle, not a three. Taj Gibson, not a three. You know, we could keep going. I mean, Kevin Knox's best position is the four. I'm assuming they're going to play him at some three this year, but this is just, they're, they're like going to either be playing a gigantic lineup or some of these guys are going to take a hit in minutes. And I could see Mitchell Robinson not playing 30 minutes a game this year. I could see him being more in that like 25, 26 range just because a lot of men they have that are all big men. I completely agree. Like I, 30 minutes, I think is out of the question because Bobby Portis uh, is going to score a lot. And Taj Gibson is like an incredible veteran. And like the fact that like people think Taj Gibson is going to play like 10 minutes a game, 15 minutes a game. That's insane. Like Taj Gibson is reliable. And you know, Fitzdale's going to be, oh, this guy's reliable. Okay, cool. Yeah. Taj Gibson is going to be very, very reliable on both ends of the court. Um, you know, I, I, Taj Gibson's ranked at, like in deeper leagues. Uh, here's a heads up. Taj Gibson's ranked at like 230. Go pick up Taj Gibson. Like Taj Gibson's gonna if he, in 26 minutes a game, 25 minutes a game, Taj Gibson is worth uh rostering in super deep league. So like just a heads up that he's way, way down on that list. Uh but I'm with you. Like Mitchell Robinson is the only one of these guys who is standardly relevant um in limited minutes. Uh Julius Randle probably gets the minutes, which means Taj Gibson, Bobby Portis, they're out. Um, I think Marcus Morris, he's not terribly interesting um on the on this team either and not i'm with you someone's gonna have to get him a bucket though like so like sure. who's getting him a bucket like i could see morris averaging like you know 14 15 points just they need someone to get him a bucket which i mean that, that puts it in the streamers class right because there's not many guys on sitting on the waiver wire gonna score that much um, I'm not interested in him. I'm not interested in Knox. I think some people are probably trying to draft Knox. I'm I'm not. Um, what's interesting about Knox last year? Like, just just I mean, everyone at home, just look it over. Like, it's 
nothing really. I mean, like 12 points, four and a half rebounds, an assist, 0.6 deals, 0.3 blocks, terrible percentages. Like, yeah, you don't want that on your fantasy team. Um, the only other interesting guys to me for a standard league would be if Alfred Payton or Dennis Smith takes control of that lead point guard spot, one of those two could be somewhat interesting. And maybe RJ Barrett. Um, like these are so to me, these are all swings that are at the end of my draft. That's how bad this team is. It's like there's two guys. There's two guys. We're not even like considering them. Barely putting them in the top fifty, basically. And then um, it'd be cool if they had a point guard we could rely on, and we don't. So I I couldn't even recommend um, either one of those guys taking maybe taking a swipe at Alfred Payton. Like he could be relevant. And then if you want to take the 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 better swing, I think is R.J. Barrett, just because like hey, it's a young team, R.J. Barrett, whatever. Let's see if he's any good. Then he ends up in your waiver wire. If he's not, that's it. That that's the entire next team. Yeah, and we we can assume that the rotations are going to be frustrating too. So, you know, even if Alfred Payton gets 30 minutes on the first night, and I mean, sure, if you want to pick him up, like that's fine, but um, be prepared for him to play 10 minutes on night number two. Um, RJ Barrett's the one guy, right? Like, I think they're going to let him play shooting guard, and they don't have a lot else on the roster as far as shooting guards. Like, Wayne Ellington's going to play some backup minutes. Um, Maybe they play some Alfred Payton and Dennis Smith together, but I feel like RJ Barrett's got a, a pretty safe, you know, kind of large role. And he scored well and rebounded well um, with some decent assists at Duke. So, I mean, maybe there's something there. That's that's maybe a, like a late round flyer I'm willing to take. That's Man, it. What's that's that, it. What, what's that ceiling, right? Like, it's certainly not like a top 75 player, I don't think. Yeah, there's not going to be much for steals and blocks, I don't think. So, Obviously, that's going to hurt him in the percentages for pretty much every rookie are bad. And he shot 66.5% from the free throw line last year at Duke. So he's a bad free throw shooter, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, Tyler, let's get the hell out of here. Let's stop talking about the New York Knicks. Um, that's This is the shortest one of the year. This is the shortest one of the year. They don't have any relevant players in the Mitchell. We are, we're not on the hype of Mitchell Robinson. Uh, as as many people probably are, I think you take it in the second, third round, you're going to get burnt. So take our advice, uh, Tyler. Wh- where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler P Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. Uh, rate, review us, hit us up on Patreon.com/slash/WatchingTheBoxes or Twitter. Uh, and this is the shortest one of the season. Cheers, everybody.